Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Dan Devine is back with us. Of course, writes about uh, the NBA for Yahoo. Talks about the NBA over the podcast No Caprum on Twitter or X at Your Man Divine. I don't know what sort of heroes welcome uh, what, what that... <laughs> What that involves, Dan, but if I could muster one, I certainly would. Uh, it is wonderful to have you back. Thanks for rejoining us. Luckily for you, I consider heroes welcome Nirvana and a round of applause. <laughs> so you, you nailed to your two for two. It's perfect. Uh, my pleasure to be back with you, Jeff. I got to tell you, that podcast is great. And, uh, and listen, I may be biased. Never better than when you had Chris Harrington on uh, for... Uh, <laughs> For an extended conversation and getting his, like, his, his culture reviews, his food reviews, as well as his thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies. That was fun. Well, I was, I mean, I was very, very grateful that Chris would take the time for it. And I think what I've locked into in terms of a format is there's only so much I know about basketball. So I got to be able to have other people talk about <laughs> other things, too. So when Chris was like, yeah, I'll talk about movies and music and food and other stuff, I was like, this is great. This is perfect. I only have to hold up about 15 minutes of knowing what I'm talking about. Uh, and so I try to do that with other smart people who have interesting things to say. And uh, so far, so good. Uh, I would urge folks to listen to the podcast. It's absolutely terrific. All right. Well, we haven't talked to you about the Grizzlies season uh, all year long. And a lot of things have happened. Most of them not good, honestly. Some of them good. We'll get to those. Um, Do you think, do you think the Grizzlies have, occasionally we'll get this from Memphis fans uh, down in the dumps. They'll, they'll say, oh my God, we, without even knowing it was really here, we've missed our window. Because look at Oklahoma City, look at Minnesota. We are it, it, the, the moment has come and gone for us. I I uh, disavow that that point of view. But what do you make of what has happened to the Grizzlies this year, writ large, and thoughts on windows uh, that they may have had or may still have? I think my main thought about windows is that. Feeling too strongly one way or the other about it is probably a fool's errand because they open and close at sort of unpredictable rates anyway. Like the, the, the counterfactual or the counterargument I would give to the, well, look at the thunder and look at the wolves rising is like, look at the Clippers. You know, two months ago we would have thought, or three months ago we would have thought like they were, they missed it. Like they, they, the injuries uh, and the, you know, ill-timed, you know, woes of that franchise have had sort of closed everything off on them. But now they are, you know, whatever, a game and a half out of first in the West and looking like a title contender. They just waxed the Celtics. Like, 
it took one move and it took some, a string of good health and good luck, and they're right back in that thing. And so, uh, to me, you know, and that's a team where the the prime pieces are all you know on the wrong side of thirty, and uh, there's no sort of no more runway in front of them. And with the Grizzlies, you've got prime age core pieces all locked up uh, for the foreseeable future, and uh, you know something to, to to look forward to. And then additional core pieces like you can look and say Marcus Smart's got a couple more years on the. Deal. Like they're, they're, you know, Vince Williams is now uh, emerged into somebody that you wanna you wanna keep around for the long haul, and you've got him for three years. Like there, there is still definitely a horizon to sail toward there. So I, I certainly understand like the living and dying with a team that doesn't ever get to look like what you hoped it would on the the picture on the box. Like that is a difficult thing to deal with on a night by night basis. But um, and if you if you stacked up the Grizzlies sort of future situation, their their near future proje- uh, projections against most other teams, even in the West, I think you'd still feel pretty good about them. So this is a uh, this is a long, dark night of the soul, but, uh, you know, the sun rises again. That uh, two weeks of job was fun, wasn't it? I mean, I had a blast, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope everybody sort of drank as deeply as possible as they could during that period. Because, yeah, there, there was a sense of, like, all right, this, this is this is what we've been waiting for, and this is what there is to look forward to. Uh, it does work when you put it together that way. Like the the uh, the, the stretch in Desmond Bain's game, the the advances that Jaron Jackson Jr. has taken because he's had to shoulder more of a responsibility, all that kind of stuff. That can still hold up when you put the main ingredient back into the into the pot there. And so that was to me like. I think the most encouraging part of all of it was yes, it, it is. A, there's a, it was like a you know an astronaut food thing, like a sort of it was dehydrated. Just add water, and all of a sudden you've got the full meal. Just add jaw back in, and the whole thing kind of starts to make a heck of a lot more sense and look a lot more potent. And so obviously the waiting is the hard part now, but. It was uh, uh, an invigorating reminder. I think I, I had said this to you before. I had written about it previously. Like, this is a guy who leads the league in holy bleep. And uh, that, that did not go away during his time away from the, the court. It was very, very exciting to learn. It's, um, you know, the, the, the phrase gap year is applied now in the NBA. Sure. And it really does feel like that. And it, if uh, there is, honestly, in this season, this lost season, you're exactly right. If you look at the 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 the, the leaps that Desmond Bain or or, or whatever he called the stretch that Desmond Bain has taken, the 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 progress that Jaron Jackson has made, discovering Vince Williams, uh, like maybe Gigi Jackson, who knows? Like that's a little that's a little premature to sort of count on that. I honestly think you could easily look back at this point next year. The Grizzlies are second in the West, and you look at this year as a year that you would never have wished for but there's in some small way adding the lottery pick they're going to get presumably going to get um that is an accelerant is that crazy no i don't think it's crazy at all especially and like using the vince williams jr point as as sort of uh, i mean you, we don't want to you don't necessarily want to over index on the one positive thing but also it's the one positive thing so let's over index right. it yes please um <laughs> like We've seen, you know, for how long we've been talking, the Grizzlies have have had such a hard time in very in different iterations of the franchise, different competitive, you know, eras of the of the team, finding that guy who fits between the big guys and the small guys, finding more of them, finding as many of them as possible, the ones that can defend and shoot and handle the ball and pass, like. 
it's so it's really really hard to find those players. And if there's at least a possibility that it looks like you got one in in Vince Williams Jr. and that found it sort of on the cheap with one of the four like the the least prized of the four assets you used on the position uh, in that in those couple of drafts. Who cares? You, I mean, that's why you keep taking the, the bites at the apple. Eventually, one of them is going to, you know, leave you with something tasty. And so he, you know, he, he provides that. G.G. Allen, obviously, it's like a, it's a, a big toolkit and a mystery box, and we'll see. But that's what this season is for now. It's for can any of, of, of the players that are here uh, prove, you know, sort of uh, cement themselves as bigger pieces of the long-term goal. And I think – getting excited about that taylor jenkins has the exact right idea which is like all right let's just sort of freelance this whole thing like everybody's gonna we're, we're gonna throw you all out there we're gonna play five out we're gonna be sort of wild and fast and we're gonna continue to expect the best on defense and just sort of see where that leaves us most nights and if you've got if you show a propensity for competing and a propensity for you know making something happen when you're out there you're going to get more chances to do it because what i need to come out of this season with if i'm taylor jenkins is a better sense of who helps me de- uh, next season and down the line, and that can absolutely pay huge dividends. Like these guys can get confidence that they belong on the floor against NBA athleticism, against teams that you know, good teams, teams that matter, that they can perform in national TV games when those come up. All that kind of stuff. I, I think that that's not nothing. I think that there's real value to what you can put on tape when the rest of the basketball watching world's eyes are elsewhere, and, and what sort of what you can grow with during that time. And I think that you know there are guys that are taking advantage of it. The, you know the Grizzlies have continued to be competitive during this stretch, even after uh, Desmond Bain went down the last nine or ten games. Like. And that's that that can bear real fruit moving forward, especially because you you don't have any questions or you do have questions about the main pieces, but you know who the main pieces are and you know that you have them under contract moving forward. And so whatever, you know, those questions, the bigger questions about, you know, what happens to John is you know, full time next season. What's it look like when you get the big three on the floor for a longer period of time? Where does Marcus Smart fit into that? Like those are questions that you'll have to answer next year because you can't answer them now. But the other questions are what fits our around those guys and in between those guys to, you know, spackle over the, the cracks and to, to make this whole thing sing a little bit more. And this is the, the time to find those guys, and I think that they're having at least some success with it now. There's opportunity here, and there are players that are taking advantage of it. Do you have thoughts on whether Marcus Smart – it was so impossible. We never really saw Marcus Smart with Jaw. Like, right. you know, like it, – so it's, it's hard to know the fit – we, ne- we didn't really, you know, how will he fit now that when Vince Williams has been discovered or emerged or whatever you want to call it. So I don't know where you were on that deal when it happened. I think people are much less enthusiastic about it now, generally, in part because that Golden State pick looked like it could be uh, exceedingly valuable. Um, I guess the two pieces that we wonder how they fit, the sort of mid-range pieces on this roster, are two of them are Marcus Smart and Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. Do you Luke for contractual reasons? He has a, there's a team option for next year. Um, do you think they're both? Um, where do you think they fit in this in this long term puzzle? Yeah, I was very high on the smart deal because I felt like that was an answer to two different questions that were the two biggest questions hanging over the Grizzlies at that point. You know, what's our backup point guard answer, or who's going to be the the stand in point guard while Ja is gone that can also play with Ja? You know. Once he's back, and then who's our top perimeter defender once we get, uh, now that we've got Dylan Brooks out of the way, now that Dylan Brooks has moved on, 
how do we answer that question of who guards the best guy and also who handles the ball while our best guy is gone? And you're right. You know, you never really got to see for an extended stretch of time what that looked like or at least, you know, the, the part where Marcus Smart fits in alongside the other core pieces, uh, and even the part where he was going to be the, the primary ball handler. He got hurt early in the season, and then all of a sudden Desmond Baines, your starting point guard and your backup point guard and your number one scorer and guarding too many guys that he shouldn't be guarding, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff happening all at the same time. Um, Kennard, I, th- I mean, I wonder if th- the, the idea made sense, get another shooter on the floor so that you've got two of those guys in Bain and Kennard who defenses have to honor on the move, can create more space for Ja to get down downhill can create more space for uh, Triple J to ISO and get downhill, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I wonder if it, you, you reach a point where it's just you need to use that salary slot more. You know, that, that becomes more of a trade option because everybody always wants shooting. Um, but, I, I mean, I would love to personally to see all of, that, all of those guys get another crack at, at, at working out together because I was really bullish on what it looked like when you had Bain and Kennard with Smart on the – or with um, Ja, rather, on the floor last year. It's like it opened up the offense so much. Uh, and, and also for Jaron Jackson Jr. opened it up so much. Uh, but if you if you are going to be penciling in, you know, Vince Williams for a larger role, and you've got Smart, and you've got Jawback, and you've got Bain, the wing minutes become a little bit trickier to to parcel out. And Vince Williams is, is giving so much on both ends of the floor that I think you'd you'd look at that as maybe something that's more attractive than Kennard being the sort of the designated hitter a little bit. Um, but I think I, I think you're you're right. It's hard to to evaluate those individual players in the, uh, the, the vacuum where they don't get to bounce off of the pieces that you, you know, you know you, everything has to work around. Smart to me, though, I, I've, I've watched him be, the, be a player that has worked on good teams at really high levels for a long time and been a, like, yes, he's a chaos agent, but he's also a calming force in some of those situations. So I, I, I don't know. I would give that another chance to fail. Uh, but Kennard, I guess I would say, if you see something that you think helps you in another context that you feel a little bit more, is a more pressing need, then maybe you know, that's, that's something you look to move. Like, I could understand that being an idea. Uh, last thing, we were talking about Vince Williams and how hard it is to find those players. Um, I'm not saying Vince Williams is OG Ananobi. He's not. But maybe he's a sure. bargain. Maybe he's a bargain one, and that seems to have worked well down the street from you uh, in New York. Yeah, it, it's funny. I, we were talking earlier about uh, the reason that I do my show the way I do it is because I don't know enough to talk, to talk this way in smart ways for long periods of time. There was a point where I was watching OG Ananobi on the Knicks, and I just had the thunderbolt realization of, oh, he's a lot bigger than the guys they used to have trying to do that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, when you have the like the six seven two thirty wing defender who can who has, is being asked to guard, you know, insert star here, uh, Anthony Edwards, Jason. Tatum, uh, you know Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, whoever. It looks a lot different than when you're asking uh, like uh, Josh Hart to do it. Three, you know, two or three inches smaller and twenty-five or thirty pounds lighter. Um, and so the Knicks, they, there is an aspect like a cascading effect of that piece went in there. And it, like OG Ananobi's a better corner three-point shooter than um, than RJ Barrett was. He's a better cutter off the end. He doesn't need the ball in his hands as much to make an impact on offense. And is just a different world of defensive player at small forward. And it just unlocked that starting five in a like made everything easier for everyone else on that starting five, which then kicked the whole team into overdrive. And now you know everyone's waiting with bated breath in New York to find out the severity of Julius Randle's uh, shoulder injury. And and Woj just tweeted that it's uh, likely to be measured in, in weeks as opposed to months, which is nice. Weeks is still long, and that's not so great. But, um, but yeah, I think the idea is 
when you get that piece that can sort of make everything easier on everybody else, it can be, it's not just the, that you, you have a good player in one spot. It's that it, it can, you know, be the rising tide that lifts all boats. And sometimes it's as simple as finding the guy who can guard everybody a little bit better than your other player used to. And if that guy can do that and then make some shots and then make the right, you know, make the next pass, like that's an exceedingly valuable player. And those guys, you know, keep getting paid year after year. Finding one of them out of the second round and then getting them on a three-year, you know, like a, you know, cost-controlled and, you know, mighty cheap deal. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, we're looking for silver linings in a gray cloud of a season, and that certainly appears to be one for the Grizzlies. Well, it's a silver lining, certainly, to have you back, Dan. That was clumsy, but what the hell. Uh, I, uh, I'm glad to have you back. Listen to the podcast. Follow him on Twitter, at Your Man Divine. Thanks, Dan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.